what's up you guys welcome back to me tv reviews i am your host mo and today we will be discussing echoes episode six titled fire i hope everybody has had a wonderful fantabulous day i'm behind i'm trying to get caught up so let's get into it so we see gina she's dreaming about dylan and so when she wakes up she actually finds herself laying in a hospital bed and so she ends up asking the nurse about her unborn baby and the nurse unfortunately informs her that she's miscarried and so she's completely devastated which is definitely understandable um but now she's pissed along with her sadness and so she ends up leaving the hospital and so we see that this is when she starts to set her plan in motion to set Lenny up meanwhile grandma Georgia is in the background and she's watching her make these phone calls and so she's gonna be in cahoots with her to help her set Lenny up like who could blame her you you done killed basically my my son and now my grandbaby is gone too like yeah nah you gotta go and so we see Floss and she's questioning Lenny and Gina about, uh, well, mainly Gina about her motives to frame Lenny. And Lenny, well, when she's in there with Lenny, Lenny is just like, Gina is unstable. I've been trying to tell y'all that. And so Floss is like, well, I'm gonna need a little bit more than her just being unstable about this notion that she's framing you. Okay, well, what about the knife that was conven conveniently found under my seat, which I had pointed that out, what about the anonymous caller letting you know about the weapon that was in my car? And so Floss was just like, well, that just means that Gina's been a big help. So helpful in fact that she may have more information, Lenny asked. So that gives Floss something to think about. And so it must have did something because Floss comes into Gina's interrogation room and now she's arresting her for the death of Robert McClurry. Who is Robert McClurry, you ask? That's the guy that died in the fire all those years ago at the church. So now they both finna go sit down in jail for a minute. And so Floss is questioning Gina now, and she's just trying to figure out why in the world Lenny would rat her out about this church fire after all of these years. And so Gina was like, I don't know. I don't know why Lenny did that. And so Floss was just like, I think I know. I think it was because she was messing around with your ex. And so, <laughs> if only she knew, y'all. <laughs> if only she knew. But Gina denies knowing anything about Dylan uh, and Lenny's relationship. She's got a husband, you know, back in L.A., like life is good. Why would I even be worried about that? Why are you bringing up old stuff right now? And so, Floss was just like, I've been thinking about a lot of different things. And I know that the night of the fire, you girls were questioned, but Dylan skipped town. And so he wasn't. And that makes him look very suspicious. And then Lenny goes missing out of the blue. And Dylan seems to pop back up into the picture. It always seems like you girls and Dylan are always entangled in some type of mess. And so she says that she was nowhere near the church. She was at a party. Meanwhile, Dylan and Gina were getting it in and, um, well, she was claiming to be Lenny. So there's a flashback and Dylan and Gina are getting it in, right? As Lenny stands outside and she's watching the church, uh, right? And so, like I said, they're getting it in and they hear this noise 
And then they see this fire spark out of nowhere. And so the noise actually startles the man that's been sleeping upstairs, which I don't even know. They, I, I would hope that they didn't think that he was up there because who wants to get it on in front of an old creepy man? <laughs> like, that's just weird. But either way, it startles him awake. And so Dylan tells Gina to run and go get help. And he's going to try to save the old man. So when Gina runs off, she actually runs into Lenny because Lenny's been outside watching the church, right? And so she was like, hey, we have to go get help. And Lenny is just like, no, uh-uh, we got to go. And so they ended up running off. So is Lenny responsible for starting a fire? Y'all, surely she's not that jealous to the point where she would do something like that and put her sister's life in danger. But I don't, I don't know at this point, y'all. I would hope she wouldn't, but it's looking like she was because she was the only one around. So anyway, Lenny tells Gina that they need to swap outfits again. That way no one can put her with Dylan for the night. And she tells her like, yeah, this is going to work because I've been at this party all night. So if we swap and you go there, they can't blame you for what happened to Robert in the church. So we see that Floss is like hella suspicious of Gina's story. Like who wouldn't be about Lenny setting a fire? And since Dylan is dead now, like he can't corroborate her story. But Lenny actually told Floss that she never went inside the church. And since they had swapped clothes, all the kids at the party say they saw both the twins there all night. And so... She believes that they're using their twin magic and that they've been using it for a really long time to get out of all of the trouble that they've caused over the years, which she's she's on the right track there. But they actually deny doing any type of twin magic recently. And Jenna's just like, what you need to go do is ask Lenny how she got a $60,000 check from my account without my permission. Oh shit, now we hitting below the belt. <laughs> so Floss is finna go over and do just that. And so she mentions the missing ID and Dylan being in the middle of all their mess again. And so she was just like, How did you come into possession of a check to even give to Towers and Payne? And so she was just like, Gina gave me that check at the party. And she gave me that check to actually help me and Jack so that, you know, we could relieve a little bit of our, our financial burden. And so uh, Floss is like, you know what? Uh, Well, no, Lenny is just like, you know what? To be honest with you, I think deep down, Gina's actually jealous of what me and Jack have, you know, and like the lifestyle that we live. Really? <laughs> Oh, really, girl? <laughs> and so Floss was just like, well, if that was the case, why did you have an affair with her ex? But Lenny denies it again. And so she was just like, I was just trying to help, you know, help him get back on his feet. That's all I was doing. I ain't sleep with that man. And so Floss was just like, you stole the ketamine to help him? And Lenny was like, no, I didn't do that. And so she was just like, hold that thought. I'll be right back. So she gets up and she leaves. And so the next thing we know, here comes her dad. And he's just as confused as everybody else. 
because this ain't how he raised his girls. Like, I, I didn't raise you to be liars and murderers and <laughs> all this other stuff y'all got going on. I didn't raise y'all to do that. But regardless of whatever happens tonight, I, I love you. Now, I didn't say that you was right for what you did, but I love you nonetheless. So they got daddy support. So Floss is watching both of the girls on camera in her and just when she's starting to realize something Paula actually comes in and is just like hey I need to show you something and so she tells her that they've got both of the girls prints in the DNA at the cabin but when they ran additional testing on some of the other things in the cabin like dishes and you know like cutlery and all the other stuff like that that test actually revealed that it was Gina's DNA not Lenny's so the truth is slowly starting to unravel here. So she tells Paula to finish looking at the CCTV footage because she's got an idea, right? So Floss actually comes back in into Lenny's interrogation room and was just like, were y'all sharing Dylan? Because you know, that was the rumor that had been circulating around town for years that the McCleary sisters share everything. She she definitely owned something. <laughs> She is on to something. So Floss suggests that Lenny was messing around with Dylan. Um, and so when Gina found that out, like that was the last straw. And she didn't want to share Dylan anymore. And so that was the reason for all of this. And so she was just like, your track record basically speaks for itself when it comes to y'all being involved in violent crimes you know like the claudia situation like the church fire and now dylan's death so she runs down the motive one more time you know that the sisters were fighting over dylan and lenny got rid of him because she couldn't have him and uh lenny is just like look i need a lawyer and so she dummies up real quick because it's getting real tense in the investigation rooms so then Paula comes and tells her that she needs to show her something again. And by the time they're done looking at it, she's just giving Paula, you know, all of these uh, accolades for doing such a great job and showing her this evidence. So she goes back into Gina's investigation room and she's just like, hey, I'm a people person. And so when I talk to people, I notice all of the patterns that they exhibit. For instance, the way that your mother could tell you and Lenny apart when you guys would get into certain situations and she knew that it was you, and she knew that it was you, Gina, because you've got an emotional element that you usually involve when situations are heightened. Um, that's usually your doing. And so she shows Gina the footage at the hospital and lets her know that she figured out that she was the one that was pregnant by Dylan and that she had suffered the miscarriage. And so Gina was just like, yeah, he was the love of my life. We shared this gift that was going to be our baby. But there's just one tiny issue with that scenario. The timeline doesn't add up. Because let Gina tell it, she just got back in town a few days ago. So Floss wants her to tell the entire truth for Dylan and she does she finally tells the whole truth 
So she tells her the whole truth about them swapping on their birthdays because she doesn't believe her. And so Jenny shows her the scar and then braids her hair and changes her accent to pretend like she's Lenny. So are you convinced now? Because I can play either one. You just let me know which one you want me to be today. So Floss lets her know that she basically doesn't have a case. Um, well, she lets Floss know that, that, that Floss ain't got no case because they've been doing this for so long. Like she can't be sure who did what and at what time. But Floss is just like, look, I can get you on a whole host of other things like polygamy, bank fraud, and theft. And again, Gina's just like, exactly who are you referring to? Because no one knows how to tell them apart. And she ain't even sure who she can keep up with no more. Like, she don't even know who she is at this particular point in time. Like, she's so tired of everything. And so Floss actually comes back to Lenny and tells her that she's free to go. She can't charge either one of the girls with Dylan's death nor the fire because she can't tell who's who. But because of that and Gina spilling the beans, now the whole town knows their secret. And so she vows to get justice for the crimes that they've committed. So Floss goes out and tells the whole family that the girls are being released. But when they ask why, she she just tells them that they need to ask the girls why. And um, they honestly, they probably already know deep down why. So back at the B&B, Charlie and Jenna are talking and she tells him, you know, that she read his nose and asked him why he went along with their scheming for so long. And he's just like, I did it because I loved you. And I figured, you know, that that's what you needed at that particular time in your life. And he just wants her to become her own person and be happy, even if he wasn't the one for her. And so she apologizes to him for all of the mess that she's caused and they have closure seem to be the only ones that contend with what's going on because when Lenny comes home honey it's a whole different situation so she gets home and Jack is very upset with her and he asks her you know how many times her and Gina has swapped out because he doesn't feel like he knows her anymore and so she lies and tells tells him that she only started swapping because it's just what Gina needed um but she didn't expect it to you know lead into all of this and he was just like bish did you forget about Gina? Like, what about me? What about Maddie? What about your family? Like, are you freaking kidding me right now? (laughs) Like, I get that that's your sister, but you have a whole life outside of your sister. Like, what about us? And so he was just like, the fact that you could leave us, especially Maddie for a whole year and with Gina, like of all people, like, what the hell? If only you knew, Jack, if only you knew that Gina was probably giving that girl more love than... (laughs) Anyway, I'm not even finna go down that rabbit hole. Like, she's basically destroyed his reputation in town. He he can't be the running joke of the town where people are constantly, like, whispering about him wherever he goes. And so when he's talking to her and venting to her about their whole situation, Maddie comes downstairs. And Lenny tries to put on her mommy face, like, baby, we're okay, we're just having a conversation. And Jack was like, "Uh uh-uh no we ain't good like don't tell her that shit and so he tells maddie to just go back to bed and he tells lenny that she is no longer welcome at the house and tells her that she'll never see maddie again and that she needs to leave like right now so lenny's world is coming down hard on her so gina comes into the house with a bag of groceries and instead of claudia thanking her for going to go get groceries she uh 
She just don't like to try to see nobody, <laughs> Gina particularly do a good deed. And so Claudia is just like, look, I know that you're here, but I, we just, we don't have a good situation. Like we're sisters, but we ain't cool like that. Like I'm good. And so, um, Gina was just like, you know, I'm just trying to get on your good side. And the truth is I really did love Dylan and we were going to run away together. And Claudia feels like she would have been wrong to leave. What about the family? It's, it's about family. Like you were willing to throw all of that away for him. And Gina was just like, I've been here this entire year like for the past year this last year was my way of saying goodbye to you in my own way and so she was like you know with all of the dating suggestions and all that stuff like that was her way of saying goodbye to Claudia and just trying to let her know like she needs to try to get a life outside of the family because dad is not gonna be here forever and then once once all of that is gone what do you have left you're just here by yourself. And so Claudia still isn't 100% convinced because it's hard in her eyes for a tiger to change their stripes. And so she was just like, besides, Gina is the one that's responsible for putting her in the wheelchair, or so she thinks, because I still think that it was Lenny. And so Gina was just like, I didn't do that. And she tells her what really happened that day up there on the tower. So it show well, they show us a flashback of Lenny and Gina fighting and they're fighting over this doll. And Claudia comes in and she tries to break it up and then she gets punched. And when that happens, Lenny actually yells Gina's name. And so we hear Lenny tell her that Claudia's gonna think that Gina was the one that actually pushed her. But Gina's like, I didn't do that. You did that, Lenny. And Lenny is just like, no one is going to believe you. This has been the story all their lives. Lenny is the good one. Gina is the bad rebel, liar, whatever other bad label you want to put on her. Gina is all of that. That's what they've been all their lives because Lenny manipulates her into changing when she does something bad. And so... Lenny is just like, we're going to have to keep playing this role for a little bit longer. So I'm going to have to be you, Gina, for a little bit longer. And so Claudia was just like, out of all of these years that you had the opportunity to tell me what really happened up there, you try to tell me now? Are you telling me this because you're finna get ready to go to jail? And she gave Gina all of the middle fingers for sitting on that secret so long. Like, you should have told me this a long time ago. So, again, she tried to make amends with Claudia, and Claudia ain't trying to hear that shit. Like, she just can't win for losing. And so she just tells Claudia that she's right, and she walks away. So Gina ends up meeting with Paula at the diner, and Gina is trying to persuade her of her innocence. And Paula is like, you know what? I actually believe you. But just because I believe you don't mean that everybody else do. And 
now's not a good time for you to disappear. So I wouldn't advise you doing that because that never solves anything. And so Paula leaves. And when she's leaving, Gina gets a call from her dad. And so she rushes home to find him on the floor, like face down. And so he apologizes to her. Like once she gets him situated and gets him propped up up against the wall, he starts to apologize to her for ruining her life and says that he should have gotten her help a long time ago. And she's just like hella confused. Like, what are you talking about, dad? Like, what's going on here? And so he starts talking to her about her mom. And y'all, I think that this is him giving his like deathbed confession almost. And so he's given, I think he's given her a confession about like when that incident happened about the drowning in the tub. So y'all remember when Gina kept having all of those flashbacks when she would get around water and him specifically, she would see those flashbacks of somebody like in, in the tub struggling and she saw a lady in the tub and then she saw a man on top of the lady like trying to hold her down so I think her dad killed her mom by like drowning her and so like I said he briefly um mentions apple blossoms and y'all he fades into forever and he dies I think he might have suffered a stroke or something. I, I don't know. So just then, Gina can't even comprehend what's going on because she hears a, a car pulling up and it's Lenny. And so she steps outside. And when she steps outside, she has this very sentimental flashback of her parents. And so after the flashback, she tells Lenny that their dad is gone. And so Lenny immediately tries to come up with the story, right? So like she goes in, sees him, and then... She tells Gina just like, okay, we've got to come up with a story. And me and Gina are like, what? What we need a story for? Like, there's there's nothing to make up here. He died. It was an accident. Like, we're okay. And Lenny is trying to explain to her that they have way too many eyes on them right now for somebody else to drop dead. Even if they weren't the cause of it. And so Gina has had absolutely enough. And she pulls the gun on her. And tells her that she no longer wants to be a part of anything that she's trying to cover up. And she accuses her of killing Dylan. And Lenny is just like, I I only did that in self-defense. And Gina fires a warning shot, y'all. Like, she ain't come to play with Lenny. She tired of Lenny's shit. And so, like I said, Lenny lies and tells Gina that she acted out of self-defense. And Gina's just like, but how could you do that to the man that I love? Like, what? She know Lenny line, but how could you do that? You knew I loved him. And so Lenny ends up smacking the gun out of her hand and they start fighting for the gun, right? The gun is up under the couch. And so Gina's on the floor and she's almost to it, but then Lenny jumps on her. And so Gina turns around and like kicks Lenny into the wooden stove. It's like some a, a fire. It's not a wooden stove. It's like one of those little wooden chimneys, but it's on the inside of your house. I don't know the name of it. Y'all forgive me, but y'all know what I'm talking about. So she kicks Lenny into that and it causes one of the burning logs to actually fall out y'all and start a fire within the house. So they're fighting dad's on the floor dying like, or if he's not already dead and the house is burning down. And so Gina wants them to grab 
their dad and get the hell out of there so he won't be cremated in his own damn house and Lenny is just like no we need to stick together like we always do in times of crisis and Gina is forced to make a decision but we don't see the decision that she made because the episode ends y'all oh what is Gina gonna do what does she I bet you she gonna she gonna fall for the okie doke again and they asses gonna both of them gonna end up being in jail. Watch. I just got a feeling. But anyway, that's the end of the episode. <laughs> y'all let me know what y'all think. That was a it was a doozy. I feel like this one was a quick one, but it was a doozy. I hope they get that daddy out of there. I really do. Um, I don't know about everything else, because everything else seems like it's 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 falling into place. So we'll see. But let me know what you think. You can reach me at Menu TV Reviews on Instagram and Facebook. You can also reach me um, through email at my TV Reviews podcast without the S on the end at gmail.com. Just shoot me something and, I, and I'll talk back to you. Let, let all your people know about me. Um, rate and review if you want to do that. Uh, please leave a good review. <laughs> so other people can find me and start listening thank you to my new and old listeners i appreciate each and every one of you guys that's all i got for y'all i hope y'all have a wonderful wonderful rest of your day and until we meet over the airways again i am mo and i'll talk to you guys soon bye